Freedom, man. That's what it's all about. You've got to groove on freedom, like the good book says. listening to what on earth is happening this show will discuss the topics of human consciousness mind control natural law the occult and all issues that affect the freedom of the people of earth what on earth is happening will endeavor to shine light upon the darkness of our world and to offer empowering solutions to the problems we face as humanity approaches its critical moment of choice. And now, here is your host, Mark Passio. Welcome, one and all. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening here on the Oracle Broadcasting Network. I'm your host, Mark Passio. My website, whatonearthishappening.com. The network's website, oraclebroadcasting.com. This show is live every Sunday from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern Time. That's 4 to 6 p.m. Central. We have a good show lined up for you here today. We're going to be talking about occult symbolism in architecture and street plans. That's coming up in just a little bit in this first segment. I have one event announcement for everyone about a great event coming up in the Philadelphia area. As they hold every summer around Tesla's birthday, the Nikola Tesla Energy Independent Celebrations will be happening this year in Philadelphia on July 7th, 8th, 9th, and 10th. This is held by the Tesla Science Foundation, a group that I work with here in Philadelphia. There are four separate events as part of the Energy Independent Celebrations this year. The first is the Tesla Science Conference happening all four days, the 7th through the 10th. That's Thursday, July 7th through Sunday, July 10th from 8.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. at 2 Liberty Place, Two Liberty Place is at 50 South 16th Street here in Philadelphia. Registration for all four days for about 25 to 30 speakers will be only $100. And for students with a valid student ID, they get a 50% discount. So $50 for all four days for students with valid student ID. The second event as part of the Energy Independence Celebrations this summer, the Tesla Science Foundation Social featuring the Divine Hand Ensemble, July 9th, 5.30 p.m. to 10.30 p.m. at the Ethical Society of Philadelphia, 1906 South Rittenhouse Square. Tickets to attend the social and concert are only $20 in advance and $24 at the door. The Tesla Birthday Celebration featuring a Tesla Coil Exhibition, Saturday evening, July 9th from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. on the lawn at the Independence Visitor Center at 5th and Market Streets. This event is free to attend. Finally, Tesla Fest featuring exhibitions and open discussions. July 9th from 10 a.m. to 11 p.m., 
July 10th from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. at Independence Visitor Center Lawn at 5th and Market Streets in Philadelphia. This event is also free to attend. For more information about all of the activities of the Tesla Science Foundation, visit their website at www.teslasciencefoundation.org. That's teslasciencefoundation.org, a great group of activists here in Philadelphia. Check out their website and get involved because more people need to know about the, the life and the works and the aspirations of Nikola Tesla because the control of energy is ultimately the control of human beings, ladies and gentlemen, and that's what it's all about. So, that having been said, we're coming up to our first break here. Don't go anywhere. Stick around. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening. I'm your host, Mark Passio. We'll be right here, right back here on Oracle Broadcasting. I was born a shotgun in my hands Behind the gun I'll make my final stand Yeah And that's why they call me All right, folks, we're back on What on Earth is Happening. I'd like to direct everybody up to my website, www.whatonearthishappening.com, because there on the radio show tab, I've added a new tab to the uh, user interface on the uh, home page. You can click radio show, the tab that says radio show, be taken to the uh, the radio listen page, and there you will see a host of images, image links underneath the player where it says images for today's show. These are the images that we'll be working with to uh, see the concepts that will be being talked about here today. And again, the topic for discussion is occult symbolism in architecture and street plans. This is how dark occultists in particular hide things in plain sight. The, the energy that they are creating through the symbols that they use is all around us and it does affect human consciousness simply by being present whether we are aware of it or not. It actually has a more profound effect when people are not aware of how this architecture is being used subversively against consciousness. When you become aware of it, you understand their hidden language which is a symbolic language. It is a wordless language. It is a language of archetype. It is a language of form and shape and color and vibration. When you become aware of it, you can begin to mitigate the power that it has over your consciousness and understand how this is being used and has been being used for centuries, millennia. So we're going to look at different architectural forms and different symbolism in architecture here tonight. Uh, I don't think I'm going to take any calls here tonight because we took a whole lot of calls last week and I uh, kind of took a break in going through the, uh, the curriculum on the show, so to speak. Today, I'm going to gun through some of this material and hopefully really uh, uh, give people a, a firm grasp of what these occultists are actually doing when it comes to building projects and um, the energy that is contained within street plans and uh, we'll do that 
the whole show here today. So let's look at image number two on the uh, the list of images, the series of images posted to the radio show page on what on earth is happening. Image number one was simply the flyer for the uh, Tesla uh, energy independence celebration. So we're starting at image number two on the website. And this shows a couple of uh, views of the Arc de Triomphe in Paris. Okay, so the Arc de Triomphe lies at the end of the uh, Champs-Élysées, okay, the main thoroughfare in the city of Paris. And Napoleon built this arc, okay, the Arc of Triumph, okay. So occultists use arches constantly in their architecture. All doorways, you'll very rarely see in their architecture a straight uh, archway for a door. This is directly related to how energy flows, okay. Curved archways are always better than straight ones. Okay, this is a general principle in building. So you will see arches used throughout occult buildings. Okay, buildings that have some form of a connection with the occult, with the power structure, with the controllers, archways. Okay, we talked about when we looked in into the tradition of Freemasonry how powerful the symbolism of the arch is, that it represents higher awareness, that it represents the coming together of the left and right brain hemispheres, that it, it represents being awakened or illuminated. Okay, so connected with that concept of illumination, we can see in the second image on this slide that the symbolism of the sun is used in conjunction with this arch symbolism okay and napoleon was definitely an occultist he was definitely one of these uh so-called elitists these power mongers all right these psychopaths that just want to control other people's lives okay so in conjunction with this arch symbol okay built into architecture which is based on the word arch, okay, we look at the symbol of the sun that it lies smack dab in the center of as far as the floor plan, the street plan of the city of Paris. And it has radiating outward from the Arc de Triomphe 12 rays, okay, and the 12 streets that come off of the circle where the Arc de Triomphe is located in Paris represent the 12 houses of the zodiac, the sun's 12 helpers as we saw when we looked into astrotheology on this program many, many weeks ago. So, connecting the idea of illumination and an arch, okay, with their architecture that they build and put there, they're not telling the people that they're illuminated or this is a symbol of light for them. They're telling you that this is their symbol of light, that they are the solar cult and that they are the illuminated ones that they consider that they have their eye wide open, the one eye, which is opened by the arching, okay, or the bridging between the left and right brain hemispheres. But when that's done without real care, when that's done without actual compassion, you have a psychopath, as Napoleon was, and as all so-called leaders of the modern era are, okay? These are people that don't care about anything but themselves and their own means to power, and that's it. Now, let's look at slide number three. This is also in Paris. This is outside of the Louvre Museum, the largest art museum. 
in Paris and probably the largest art museum in the world, if I'm not mistaken. This is a pyramidal structure of glass erected outside the Louvre building about a decade ago, I believe. And there are 666 panes of glass that make up this pyramid structure. Now, we looked at what the pyramid represents over the last several shows, okay? And the pyramid, as far as the base of the pyramid, like we saw on the uh, reverse side of the Great Seal of the United States on the back of the $1 bill, generally represents um, not being aware or enlightened, okay? It represents remaining in base consciousness, the bricks that make up that pyramid from that, that sigil on the back of the $1 bill represent base awareness, represent unconsciousness. They represent being weighted down, not being enlightened, okay? With the capstone on, we also saw what that represented with the capstone of brick. So in this case, this pyramid is completed, but in uh, another numerological significant uh, way, with 666 panes of glass. And we saw what that number represented in uh, a, a couple of weeks back on this show when we looked at gematria and occult numerology. 666 being the number of unconsciousness, beast consciousness, incompletion in thought, emotion, and action. We'll pick it up right there after we come back from this break. Don't go anywhere, folks. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening on the Oracle Broadcasting Network. We're back, folks. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening. I'm your host, Mark Passio. My website, whatonearthishappening.com. Before the break, we were starting to look at occult symbolism and architecture. We were talking about the glass pyramid outside of the Louvre Museum in Paris and how it is comprised of 666 panes of glass, the number of beast consciousness, the number of incompletion in thought, emotion, and action. A lot of people protested when this went up and thought it was a hideous structure and didn't want it there, but it went up anyway because the so-called elites wanted it there, and uh, they're basically running the show as it stands right now. If we look at slide number four on um, the radio show tab of the What on Earth is Happening website where there are 29 images listed that I'm going to try to make my way through on tonight's show. We can see, again, light is connected with this structure and you'll, we'll see this as a repeating theme. These structures are always lit up, illuminated, okay, in a very bright way, okay, so, to connect with the idea of light, the sun, knowledge, awareness, okay? They're telling you we have the light in our completed male-dominator structure, right? And you exist in ignorance and darkness. Underneath the Louvre, okay, if you go down below this glass pyramidal structure, you see that underneath 
there is a descending pyramid underneath the large one that is a, that is above ground and then below that there is a small pyramid that is upright and they almost touch but they don't quite touch now this is the concept of the physical world not quite meeting up with the spiritual world they are in a state of disconnection see the spiritual world is the chalice as we talked about the inverted triangle all right and the upright triangle or pyramid represents the physical world okay so male and female are not actually in unison the spiritual and the physical are not actually overlapping or touching they're in a state of disconnection very um powerful yet very subtle subversive symbolism used here underneath the louvre more paris symbolism in slide number five and this is probably the most famous phallic symbol or obelisk in the world the um eiffel tower so if we look at this structure we see that it is basically two arms actually it's four when you look at it head on it looks like two coming together okay the bases form a, a, a square and then they come up to one common point at the top as they pass through three levels now we saw that masonry is basically built on three levels okay the first three levels are basically a um a fractal of which all the levels or degrees of Freemasonry are built upon, but the first three levels form what is known as the Blue Lodge degrees, and this number three is repeated throughout, okay? And it's a, a held as a sacred number in all forms of mysticism and occultism. So we see that the largest or, or the very base is the first level, then it gets smaller as you go up until you come up to the very top, which has a small level at the very top. and I want to point out two things to people. Not only is this a phallic symbol, okay, it's the shape of a penis in general, all right, and we'll see that repeated throughout this uh, presentation here today on what on earth is happening, but we see it lit up again, okay, which they actually added, I believe, in the last 15 years or so, the lighting, and they call this light show that they do each night at the Eiffel Tower, Illumination, that is the name of the light show that they do at the Eiffel Tower on a nightly basis. Now, what I want to point out here is simply look at the lighting structure and the way that the, the rigging of the Eiffel Tower looks when lit up this way, and you can clearly see that this is meant to look like a serpent. Okay, this is meant to look like a snake. You can even see the two lights that are there ostensibly so that planes won't run into the Eiffel Tower actually form eyes on this structure. And you see the scales of the snake. Now, some people can argue that that's accidental. And I will say that nothing is accidental when it comes to the occultists that are in control of the world. They love their symbolism. They love telling you who's running the show. They love putting their symbols in plain sight so that you think it's just the everyday and the mundane when in fact they're continuously letting you know who owns you. But again, there'll be people who will just dismiss things like that and everything else that is said here and feel free to do that because ultimately it's you who isn't free. You know, I'm, I'm free of their mind control. I understand exactly what they're doing and how they do it. I just happen to be embedded in a world 
where my physical freedoms are limited by other people who are still under their mind control which is why I try to liberate minds because I don't want my freedom just in mind. I, I will always have my freedom in spirit. I have my freedom in mind and I want my freedom in body as well. Not good enough to just have two of the three. People who really understand what freedom is want it all. No compromise. So let's move on to image number six. Image number six shows Again, the principles of the, the masculine and the feminine in conjunction with each other, first through the obelisk or the phallic symbol, and then through the dome representative of the feminine breast. Okay, so we see here symbolism from Washington, D.C. We have the Washington Monument, another phallic symbol, 555 feet above ground, 111 feet below ground for a total of 666 feet. Uh, there's that number again, okay? And putting 111 below ground is like putting 777 below ground. We talked about the significance of this occult numerology in the last few shows. 111 and 777 are interchangeable. It repre 777 represents completion in thought, emotion, and action. True illumination in the physical world. Okay? Being like the, the creator, being like the divine, imbuing the, the, the spark, the sacred spark of the divine within oneself, being in the world but not of it. Okay? So that number is actually being buried here underneath a male dominator symbol shaped like a penis okay and it's in conjunction used in conjunction with the feminine shape that is above the capitol building the dome of the capitol building of congress congress a word meaning union okay coming together once again you see how light plays with this. You see how the, the Capitol building is lit or illuminated. And then we'll see another theme here used by the occultists. And that's reflecting pools, representing once again this principle of as above, so below, or the correspondence principle. Okay? Representing that the physical reality that we live in is merely a reflection of the mental and spiritual realms. Okay? The concept of how do we create our reality? They know this very well, but the ignorant public is completely unaware of how their reality is created and how they're the actual generators of their reality through their thoughts, emotions, and actions. And I don't mean just one person. I'm talking about in a collective sense because this is another bunch of new age propaganda that one person is creating the reality that they witness in front of them. Nothing could be further from the truth. It's a quantum effect, folks. It requires an amount put together. The collective thought, emotion, and action of the people create the reality that we all share. We'll get deeper into this occult architecture when we come back. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening. We'll be right back, folks. Welcome back, folks. 
listening to What on Earth is Happening here on Oracle Broadcasting. We were looking at occult symbolism in architecture, and we were looking at the Washington Monument as a phallic symbol, and the Capitol Building or Congress Building as the sacred feminine dome, which represents the breast, which is the symbol of fertility, and um, the symbol generally of femininity. And we see the reflecting pool being used in conjunction with the Capitol building and with the Washington Monument as well, as we will see in a future slide. Now, the obelisk or phallic symbol in general is a powerful symbol in the occult. Again, this represents the phallus of Osiris in the ancient Egyptian mystery traditions, which basically was the only part of Osiris that was not found by Isis after Osiris was murdered by Set. And Isis was able to reintegrate the other 14 components of Osiris, but not this last one, the 15th part. And again, you have the number 15 connected with the height of the Washington Monument because it is 555 feet above ground. Now, if we look at image number seven, we will see St. Peter's Square, and yes, it is an oval shape, but they call it a square in the Vatican. And we see in the middle an Egyptian obelisk, right dead center in the middle of St. Peter's Square, which is the heart of Christianity, modern Christianity in, um, as, it, as it comes down to us in the modern day through the ancient astro-theological mystery religions, namely the solar cult. So, this represents, as we saw before in the section on astrotheology, not only the phallus of Osiris, which was an Egyptian sun god, and the father of Horus, the main sun um, savior figure that the whole entire story of Jesus in the New Testament is based upon, but um, we see there's an eight-sectioned geometry here in the oval of St. Peter's Square. And this is comprised of two crosses, okay? One that looks like a plus up and down, right? And one that is shaped like an X that goes on diagonals. This eight-armed cross is the cross of the zodiac, okay? It is the solstices and equinoxes. That's the cross shaped like a plus sign, okay? Vertical and horizontal bars. This is known as the cross of St. George, and it represents the solar cross, the solstices and the equinoxes. The X represents the cross of St. Andrew, okay, and this represents the galactic cross or the orientation of our solar system with respect to the center of the galaxy. And this cross represents the four fixed signs of the zodiac, which is Aquarius, Taurus, Leo, and Scorpio. And these correspond to earth, air, water, and fire. These correspond to the four angels of the corners, as they are known in uh, Solomonic magic and Goetia and um, other ritual magical systems. They also correspond to the gospel writers, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. They correspond to the four cardinal directions, etc., etc., etc. This eight-armed cross, again, connected with astrology, connected with 
the Zodiac connected with the solar cult of astrotheology, used in conjunction here in the modern-day solar cult, once again, letting you know we are the ones with the light, we represent the sun, the light, okay? We are the um, go-betweens between you and the divine, the intercessors between you and the divine. That's what this institution would claim, okay? This is the spiritual control center of Earth, among other religious institution, institutions, places of uh, main places of worship, okay, that basically gather fl the flocks of these mind control agencies flock to, all right? Uh, we saw in the astrotheology section the Kaaba at Mecca being one of these centers representing the center of the galaxy. In this case, we see once again architecture being used to represent concepts that most people are completely unaware of because they are unstudied of the history of these institutions and where their real origin lies. So the phallic symbol, once again used in the Vatican, in, in slide number eight, if we move to slide number eight, we will see three control centers of the earth. And very prominently displayed in these three control centers. As a matter of fact, basically in the very center of them all, we see an Egyptian obelisk representing the male dominator solar power being raised above everything else, being put in a central position, in the most prominent position. Vatican City, a square, independent of the state that surrounds it, Okay, a sovereign state inside of another sovereign state, okay, of Rome, the city inside the sovereign state of Italy, but the Vatic Vatican City is basically its own sovereign state within uh, Rome, and this is the spiritual control center of the world. Ultimately, the occultists that are really running the show are running it out of the Vatican, Okay, this is really the highest level of control. If you want to know where the darkest occultists of the world are at, the Vatican is a good place to start looking. In addition, we see Washington, D.C. and the reflecting pool, once again, conveying that concept of as above, so below. We will bring the male energy, you, the misuse of the male energy down to the earth and use it here as a form of control. All right, Washington, D.C., no better example of that because this is the military control center. And again, it's a square. It's a district in between two states, actually, in between Maryland and Virginia. And these are also concepts related to the goddess, Mary and Virgin. And the male dominator control center is placed right in between these two concepts, the state's named after the goddess, okay? And that's an act of rape, symbolically. Okay, you're, you're putting the, the most male power, the military power of the earth, in between the places named after the sacred feminine. This is not accidental. This is deliberately planned, very painstakingly planned, okay? 
the city of London. This is the financial control district. Again, another district within a city. Okay? This is where the Bank of London operates. All of the financial machinations that take place are ultimately coordinated from here. So this is monetary control, control of energy. We have military control in Washington, D.C., basically the total misuse of male-dominator power, waging wars of aggression on other sovereign nations throughout the globe. And finally, the spiritual control center run from the Vatican. We see here the obelisks as a, as a central architectural motif in all three of these places. All three of them are squares as well, laid out in a square. Okay? Now, I'm from Philadelphia, and the very heart of the city, we see a phallic symbol. In image number nine, this is City Hall in Philadelphia. And it's a huge phallic symbol placed right in the middle of center city Philadelphia. If we look at it from overhead, which image number 10 is a shot of, this is from right from Google Earth. And if anybody wants to go into the middle of, of City Hall, just walk straight through it. If you're walking straight uh, along Broad Street, you'll come to the entrances of City Hall and you can walk right through it to the other side. Right in the middle of the courtyard at City Hall is a gigantic zodiac. Okay, that's what that circular image with the rays of light coming off of it at the middle. I know it's a little bit difficult to see here in this image, but I have stood right in the middle of that zodiac myself. And you would ask yourself, why are, why are they so into zodiacal symbolism? Because ultimately the people that control everything that's going on in the world are occultists. They study the occult. They use the occult to their benefit. They use this hidden knowledge to their benefit and wield it as a weapon against people who have no idea what this knowledge is all about. In image number 11, let's start looking at the example of the pentagram, okay, which we looked at what that represented in previous sections, but here we see the, the inverted pentagram of Satanism. This is the emblem that the Church of Satan employs. We'll leave it right there until we come back after the break. We'll get into what the pentagram ultimately represents, the inverted pentagram, and how this is used, particularly in Washington, D.C. Stay with us, folks. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening on the Oracle Broadcasting Network. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening. I'm your host, Mark Passio. My website, whatonearthishappening.com. We're going through some imagery from the website on the radio show tab, which takes a look at occult symbolism in architecture that is placed all around us. It is indeed hidden in plain sight. But if we don't know the secret language of symbolism that the occultists use, we cannot understand what is being said to us wordlessly in a symbolic way. We're looking at image number 11 on the slides that I have posted to the radio show page on my site. And this shows the inverted pentagram of Satanism. 
And this particular variant of that symbol, which is very ancient, is the modern um, sigil, the modern emblem of the Church of Satan. And it shows an inverted five-pointed star with a goat head in the middle of it and some Hebrew characters at each point of the pentagram. When the pentagram is in this arrangement, it represents raising duality above unity consciousness. Okay, so raising us versus them thinking above the idea that we are all one ultimately. It also puts down the three points, which represents thought, emotion, and action, the true divine trinity. This is what all occultists want to do. Raise duality and put down consciousness. I read in my presentation at the Free Your Mind conference a quote from Anton LaVey about the inverted pentagram and what it actually represents right from the horse's mouth. Okay? The goat is a symbol of fertility. Once again, combining this male dominator ideology with a symbol that ultimately represented fertility in the ancient world. Hey, this is their chemical wedding. This is their divine union. All right? The Hebrew characters around the outside, starting at the base point, which represents spirit being thrust downward into the ground. Okay, because the five points ultimately represent earth, air, water, fire, and spirit or ether. And that fifth element, okay, is being put down and raised above it are the material elements of the material world. So materialism raised above spirituality, duality raised above consciousness, unity consciousness. Okay, that bottom point is the Hebrew character Lamed. If we move to the right, that is um, Avav. The upper right point is Yod. The upper left point is Tav. And the far left point is Nun. So this spells, if we transliterate it into English, L-V-Y-T-N or Leviathan. And this is an invocation to one of the dark angels of the corners or the beasts of the corners in Satanism. Leviathan, Satan, Lucifer, and Belial. Okay? So, clearly a dark occult symbol. I don't think anyone would even contest that. In image number 12, we see that the shape of the Pentagon, the center of intelligence and military uh, deployment here in the United States, is the exact shape of the heart of the inverted pentagram. And as we'll see, this is actually aligned with a phallic symbol that is found in the street plan of Washington, D.C. But the shape itself, the military intelligence headquarters could have been any shape, but they chose the pentagram because this is the heart. They chose the pentagon because this is the heart of the inverted pentagram. Not an accident. Image number 13 shows... An overhead view, an overhead satellite view taken from Google Earth of the White House. The White House is the building that I have circled in image number 14. So if we look at image number 14, there's a red circle around the building that is the White House. Okay? 
Now, in image number 15, I outline an inverted pentagram that points directly at the White House. Okay, the, the, the fifth point, which is thrust, thrust downward, okay, points directly at the White House. Now, people will immediately say, and many researchers have pointed this out, and people have refuted this on one basic piece of evidence. The pentagram is not complete, and that is true. This pentagram is not complete. One of the arms is completely broken and not connected so that the pentagram is wide open there on the left-hand side. This is also not deliberate, and it does not mean that this is just pure coincidence that the street system was built like this. But for those who are not initiated into the dark occult and its ideologies and its symbols, this would be completely perplexing. Until you understand what a pentagram with one arm broken actually means when it comes to the occult. Okay? So I am going to read a quote. And this isn't me saying that I have taken this understanding simply because this was printed in a book by someone who I happen to agree with his assessment of. I understand this from my dealings in the occult as a pentagram of pacts, P-A-C-T-S, pacts, an agreement, okay, a vow that is made, a deal that is struck, okay. I'm going to read from the book Secret Teachings of All Ages by Manley P. Hall, and this is from his chapter within that book called Ceremonial Magic and Sorcery. That's the chapter that this quote is taken from. In The Secret Teachings of All Ages by Manley P. Hall, the chapter is called Ceremonial Magic and Sorcery. In this chapter, Manley P. Hall says, The pentagram is used extensively in black magic, but when so used, its form always differs in one of three ways. The star may be broken at one point, by not permitting the converging lines to touch, it may be inverted by having one point down and two up, or it may be distorted by having the points of varying lengths. So, the black magic pentagram, according to Manley P. Hall, someone who was also involved in the dark occult, and then also turned around his ways, he is saying there are three specific properties when the pentagram is being used in the dark occult. It is has one point broken, one aspect of it is broken or left unattached, okay? It is inverted or it is skewed, meaning that the, the lengths are out of proportion with each other and are not equal. Well, we have every one of these scenarios when we look at the pentagram that is above the White House, when we look at the northern northern orientation of the map of the White House, okay, every one of these three aspects of a black magic pentagram is in place. The pentagram is inverted, it is skewed, and one arm is broken. Let me continue reading. Hall says, when used in black magic, the pentagram is called the sign of the cloven hoof. Or the footprint of the devil. The star with two points upward is also called the goat of Mendez. 
because the inverted star is the same shape as a goat's head, which we just saw in the previous slides. Okay? When the upright star turns and the upper point falls to the bottom, this signifies the fall of the morning star. And the morning star, as we know, is Lucifer. It is the planet Venus, the morning star, that heralds the coming of the sun. Hence, it is known as Lucifer, Lux Ferre, the light bringer. Again, light associated with these dark occultists. Okay? The fall of the light, the fall of the morning star, the fall of Lux Ferre, the light bringer, which is the sun that ultimately brings the light and life and energy. And this is a symbol that the light is what actually we need to aspire to and, br and bring ourselves toward because that's what brings real change and that's what brings real life. Don't go anywhere, folks. We'll continue with our assessment of dark occult symbolism in architecture. After these messages, you're listening to What on Earth is Happening. I'm on the radio show tab of the website. Just click the tab that says radio show. You'll see images for today's show listed underneath the player. Also there, in case anyone hasn't noticed it, that happened to uh, be going to the radio listen page of my site, uh, there is a chat room that I just put there today. And hopefully uh, things will go smoothly in there. If I hear bad things about what's going on in the chat, I'll have to take it off of the page. It's really the first piece of interaction uh, for users of the website that I put on there um, because I see what these things devolve into on other websites. So I'm putting it up there on a trial basis and hopefully people will make good use of it and share information in a respectful way and point people in the directions that they need to be pointed instead of using it as a, uh, a seat for posturing and uh, uh, other juvenile behavior which you see all too often on in chat rooms and forums so please use that space respectfully or uh, I will remove it um, that's all I have to say about the chat room hopefully people will enjoy that and like I said use it respectfully but uh, let's get back into image number 15 which was the overhead aerial view of the White House with the inverted pentagram in the northern direction now, the north is considered in Freemasonry the place of darkness. It is a place of war. In Satanism, it represents the house of Belial. Each crown prince, as they are known in Satanism, as they would be known in more positive schools of mysticism or occultism, angels of the corners, okay, in the more positive ver versions, they're referred to as uh, Michael, Gabriel, uh, Michael, Gabriel, Ariel, and um, Raphael. In dark 
occultism and Satanism, there are four crown princes, and one is given to each direction. Okay, so in the west you have Leviathan, in the south is Satan, in the east is Lucifer, and in the north is Belial, again named after Bel, the ancient sun god. And this name comes up over and over and over again when you study the dark occult, Bill. We looked at how we are basically worshipping the bills, dollar bills, and we're using them to send energy back into a cyclical loop because we're paying bills with those bills. Okay, The most powerful secret society of the modern day is the Bilderberg Group, one of the most powerful. Okay, We have Belial here represented as the enthroned in the north, okay, the place of darkness and the place of war when it comes to Satanism. We have an inverted pentagram in the place of the north, and look at what it is connected to, what, what is, is it resting upon, the place where war is directed from, the executive branch of the United States government, the White House, the commander-in-chief of the armed forces, at least ostensibly. No accident, folks. These occultists are putting it right in our face, and we can't see it. We'll be right back. Welcome back, folks, to What on Earth is Happening, right here on Oracle Broadcasting. I'm your host, Mark Passio. My website, whatonearthishappening.com. We're looking at occult symbolism in architecture and street plans today. And from now until the end of the show, I want to lay out what could be considered a rather complex arrangement of symbolism in the Washington, D.C. street plan. Many people will have, uh, who are listening will have looked into some of this uh, in their own studies. I'm going to attempt to connect all of this and talk about some of its esoteric meanings. So, we're looking at image number 16 on the radio show page under images for today's show. And this is an overhead view of the area just to the south of the White House, which contains the Washington Monument and the Lincoln Memorial. So... If we look at image number 17, I have circled in red the Washington Monument at the top and the Lincoln Memorial there at the bottom of the image. The White House would be to the left-hand side of the oval that you see in the upper left-hand corner of this image. That oval is simply known as the ellipse. Okay, So if we look at image number 18... And you can go back and forth with these images to to compare and contrast them. I have outlined the oval or ellipse, and I have outlined the road system, okay, the pathway system that connects the Washington Monument to the Lincoln Memorial. And if you look at that system of interlinked roads, okay, on the ground there in Washington, D.C., in this historic section, you will see that it forms a gigantic phallic symbol, okay? And I think it's very unmistakable. And you can go and look at this yourself on Google Maps. It's there 
It is not extrapolated or interpreted. All I did was create an outline based on the existing roads and and pathways that exist in this vicinity. And it's very, very clearly a gigantic phallic symbol. Again, people may think that this is accidental or it just happened to work out that way. And I would beg to differ with that. The people who designed the street system of Washington, D.C., and the place where these monuments and memorials would be placed did so very painstakingly and deliberately with an intention in mind, okay? This is a channel of male energy, and it is starting in the west, and it is directed east, okay? So we're looking, the bottom of this image for the right orientation is west, and eastward toward the direction of the rising sun is the top of this image, okay? So this is a symbol of male energy directed east toward the sun. Again, solar cultists are actually in control as it stands right now. They are occultists. They use symbol to imbue places with energy. They put these symbols on the earth because they know that energy flows on the surface of the earth and that people are affected by that energy. Their consciousness is affected. If the energy is strong enough, even their behavior can be affected. Okay? And we're seeing in conjunction here a sacred feminine symbol and a masculine symbol, the phallus and the egg. Okay? With the energy coming out of the phallic symbol portrayed as the Washington Monument. So this would be the seed. Okay? And then you have the egg right next to the very top of that phallic symbol. Again, symbols of sexual union. This isn't accidental. These are archetypes. These are deeply held symbols that we recognize at a subconscious level, even if we don't pick them up at a conscious level. Now, what I want to get into is what the entire arrangement that we're going to see along this line Okay, this west to east line, starting with this phallic symbol and going all the way to the eastern side of the square of Washington, D.C., the east part of the district. Okay, so if we look at the Washington Monument and its arrangement along this line, okay, and the Washington Monument is in alignment with the White House to the left there as well. We come down at the very base of this phallic symbol, we have the Lincoln Memorial. And Lincoln is seated so that he is looking to the east. But those who come to his up his steps and face him are facing to the west. Okay, the place of the setting sun. Okay? He is enthroned, as you can see in image number 19, on a throne. And he is robed like a king or an emperor with a stern countenance. And he is seated on this throne with an open hand on the right hand pillar of the throne, the right hand arm, okay, and a closed fist on the left hand. 
side. If you are him, seated as him, your left hand would be closed and your right hand is open. He is holding two fasces. We looked in the symbolism section when we went through symbolism. The symbol of the fasces is a Roman empire symbol. It's where it is ultimately derived from. It represents centralization of power. The idea of the axe is much older, especially the double-headed axe. This goes way back into the ancient world. The fasces itself as a symbol, rods bundled around a central axe as a symbol of authoritarian control of satellite nations, bringing together 50 what were supposed to be sovereign states or nations under one authoritarian centralized control. This is a Roman concept of conquering satellite nations and unifying them under a centralized authority. Centralization of power is what the fasces represents. And this king is who in the old religion, the ancient Babylonian priest class, dark occult mystery tradition, this king that they have symbolically represented here with Lincoln's image is what they want to get back to. They want to get back to the one ruler of church and state. They want to get back to the one centralized authority that rules the military powers, the financial powers, and the spiritual powers of the earth. In other words, man as God. The left hand of Lincoln in the fist represents the military arm or government as a form of control, specifically mind control. The right hand, which is open, represents the spiritual or religious power that they want to enthrone in one king, one emperor of their new world order. Don't go anywhere, folks. We'll be right back. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening. Be back after these messages. Welcome back, folks. You're listening to What on Earth is Happening. I'm your host, Mark Passia. We're looking today at occult symbolism in architecture, monuments, and street plans. And we are on image number 19 of the uh, images for discussion on today's show. You can find these images on the radio show tab of my website, whatonearthishappening.com. Image number 19, of course, shows Abraham Lincoln in his aspect as an emperor king, a priest king, seated with the two fasces in hand, one representing the control of government, one representing the control of religion, with a unified controlling body bridging both of these two institutions of control, of mind control, I might add. And he is the priest king that represents their new world order. Okay? bringing together government and religion as God on earth because that's what 
the occultists ultimately want to be. They want to be God here. They want to have their authority unchallenged and unquestioned. And they want to control not only the physical but the spiritual destiny of everyone on this world. If we look at image number 20, here's another example of how occult symbolism is hidden in plain sight. And this image is from right here in Philadelphia. I actually took this shot. And it'll take a little bit to load because I uploaded it at the resolution I took it at. So uh, be patient with that. Hopefully uh, the server will handle that. But image number 20 shows outside of an old court building, which is now converted to a post office, we see the image of the enthroned figure looking like a Babylonian priest king, okay, holding the fasci, okay, holding the fasces, the bundle of rods with the axe in it, okay, and behind him is the eagle representative, again, of royal uh, bloodline power, goes way back into the ancient world. You can connect it with dynastic crests of all kinds, the eagle connected with royalty, Okay, as well as the the phoenix, also a symbol, often used interchangeably as well. But look at underneath the eagle's feet. Okay, right behind this god figure holding the fasces on this court building that was built here in the nineteen late nineteen forties in the United States, right here in Philadelphia. This symbol of the SS, the two sea gruens. This is the exact same symbolism that the Schutzstaffel of Germany used, the secret police. SS right there in relief on this court building, out in the open, in conjunction with the fascists. It's all right there in front of us. If only we open our eyes and see it. These are occultists we're dealing with. They use their own language. Their language is telling us things that we don't understand until we become conscious of their language. Anybody being kept held as a slave, if they are going to eventually throw off their chains and come away from the control of their oppressors, will have to learn the language of their oppressors. This is just common sense and, and any even a cursory study of history will tell you this. We don't understand their language as a people, and that's why it's a piece of cake for them to continue to control us. Image 21 shows this language further. We're going to look at the dove, uh, I'm sorry, the owl used in conjunction with architecture and symbolism. We saw this in the section of symbolism when we were looking at owl symbolism as one of the favorite forms of symbolism that the dark occultists use. The owl is a symbol of their cult. It is the symbol of dark care because the true form of care is represented by the dove, the bird of peace. The owl, on the other hand, is a bird of prey who can see its prey at night when its prey cannot see it. Superior vision in the darkness Whereas its prey does not have vision in the darkness. You see how that symbolically works? There's a symbolic understanding to this that we have to arrive at. This is why they use specific symbols. They're telling us a story wordlessly. The owl is the bird of prey who chases its prey from a higher position. 
meaning they have a higher level of consciousness than us, and that's why they can continue to prey upon us. The, the owl has superior night vision. That's why they can see in their world of darkness, whereas we don't have the same vision to see in the dark, to understand their darkness that they have perpetuated and that is all around us. We have to develop true night vision. We have to become, as the researcher Michael Tessarion says, walking encyclopedias of evil to understand these occultists' sick, demented, um, evil, vile, psychopathic mindset. Their psychology we need to understand if we're going to beat them in this war of consciousness. Image number 22, here's the principle of illumination again. They not only make the building that you see in image number 21, the frost bank building, okay, shaped like an owl with a crest, okay. In image number 22, you see it lit up and you can clearly see the, the, the face of an owl from the side of that building, specifically when it is lit up. In Philadelphia, once again, I like to put some of the symbolism that is around here into my presentations. So we see the two owl buildings on the skyline of Philadelphia with the, the, the horns, okay? Th this is the Commerce Square, it is known as, where the banks and financiers of Philadelphia all have offices. So th th this block that these two buildings are built upon is called Commerce Square because they are the merchants. They are the people who control commerce. Okay. Now, connected once again, as I said, with the concept of care is the dove. And the dove is connected with the idea of Columbia. That's why the capital city of the United States is Washington, D.C., the District of Columbia. This is the goddess's name. It comes from the French word Kalum, which means dove. And above the Capitol building, there's a, a statue that represents this goddess, Columbia. And it represents real freedom and real care. Okay? How it is being used is an, an entirely different story. They are putting this on the place where the, the trusted power has been completely abused in this nation. And in image number 24, we see the Congress building. Okay, Congress again meaning union, coming together. It's supposed to be the place where people who have brought themselves together within, meaning have, have a, a balanced brain a left and right brain hemispheres and therefore can properly guide not act as tyrants and as um, gods over the people that's the original intent anyway I'm not a person who subscribes to the idea of government at all I think it's all mind control. I think it was a bad idea from the start. I think it's something that we have to get past evolutionarily as a species to understand that it is all simply a form of mind control. It's right in the word. The word government means mind control from the Latin gubernare and mente to control the mind. 
We're going to look at the street plan of Washington, D.C. in depth when we come back after this break, starting with the Capitol building or the Congress building. Be right back, folks. Okay, folks, we're back on what on earth is happening. I'm going to jump right back into the explanation of some esoteric symbolism in the street plan of Washington, D.C. We're looking at image number 24 on the what on earth is happening radio listen page on my website. And this is an overhead aerial view, a satellite view of the Congress building in Washington, D.C. This sits much farther east from the Washington Monument. And in image number 25, once again, like I did in the region around the Washington Monument, between the Washington Monument and the Lincoln Memorial, which I explained what Lincoln symbolically represents inside of that memorial. And um, I'm doing the same procedure here. I'm simply outlining the actual streets, the roads around the Congress building, and you could see clearly that it forms the image of an owl completely surrounding, completely symbolically eating the entire Congress building. The Congress building sits within the belly of the owl. In other words, since the owl represents in the dark occult the form of dark care that the dark occultists practice, meaning they have a form of unification within them and amongst them. What they care about and the ways that they think about people and about the world, they act upon. So therefore, they exist in a form of unity consciousness, albeit evil, albeit extraordinarily dark and twisted. But nature as a whole will respect unity over division. And I've said this before many times, and people can't stand to hear it. They hate it. They don't want to hear it. It's true. The reason we're getting our rear ends handed to us in this battle is because we're not unified. Most of all, not only are we not unified with each other and we're not on the same page as far as our knowledge goes and our will to act goes, we're not even unified within ourselves. We think one thing and feel a certain way, and then we act in complete contradiction or opposition to that as individuals. Oh, I I hate what's being done with uh, the tax money that people spend. It's going off to war, but I'm going to continue to pay taxes, pay into the tax system because I'm afraid of the twisted psychopaths who may come after me if I don't do it. Until people stop supporting this system, it will continue to enslave them. The end. The end. We have to find the will not to comply. And that's what real care is. That's what real enlightenment is. That's what wisdom is. Image number 26 shows that even the wings of this owl are shown in the street system, just tracing some of the streets in the immediate vicinity around the Capitol building will get you the owl with its wings outstretched. Image 27 shows you the overall position of this owl. 
It is seated atop a 13-level pyramid. There are 13 streets in this pyramid system that extends below the Capitol building that I have outlined. Verify this for yourself. Just go on Google Earth and verify it for yourself. Okay? Now, inside that pyramid in the middle, running vertically down the middle of it, is known as the National Mall. Now, beneath this, I don't have a wider angle shot of that. Actually, I do, but it's in the last slide, which we'll get to. But if you looked at a wider angle shot of this, this pyramid, okay, you would see that directly below that pyramid is the Washington Monument area. And that is the, where the, the male energy is being directed, again, from that phallic symbol that we saw starting at the um, the Lincoln Memorial. Now, when people gather in Washington, D.C., they gather in front of that phallic symbol and the Washington Monument representing the ejection of male energy or seed from that phallic symbol. Okay? So, what they are symbolically representing is the semen. Okay, they're symbolically representing sperm in that mall. Okay, and that mall is like the fallopian tubes, or it is, it is not the fallopian tubes, it is like the vaginal canal. Okay, making their way to the place where the egg is at for union or congress between the masculine and feminine, which produces birth or creation. So this L is the feminine symbol. Now, which one is being served? Is it the dark feminine force represented by the L or is it the positive feminine force represented by the dove, which is symbolically represented by the statue atop the feminine symbol of the breast, the Congress building, the Capitol building. Okay. I think we all know how this symbolism is being used. It's not in a positive way. What happens to most of the sperm? Actually, all of them except one. They die. They don't make it to their destination. The people who are petitioning their so-called leaders, begging them, which is what petition means, comes from Latin, okay, are lambs to the slaughter. They don't understand their sovereignty, that no one has authority over them, that there is no one between them and the divine creator. You don't need to ask anybody permission. You don't need to fill out any paperwork. You need to claim your sovereignty and then be willing to defend it. And that's it. Period. I don't need to fill out any forms. I don't need to abide by the laws of man. I only need to abide by the laws of nature of natural law. That's it. The laws of man are indeed beneath me. I do not understand them. I overstand them because I'm sovereign under the creator and no man is above me. Therefore, no laws made by man are above me. Only God's law is above me. And I'm okay with using that name. That word, people don't like that word. Oh well, get over it. 
explain to me how the universe got here when you want to tell me that there is not no force of creation that's higher than man. When you could do that and then maybe you can reproduce it, then we'll talk about your uncomfortableness with the word God. So we're seeing an act, a sex act here played out where all of the energy is actually wasted. Okay. Nobody's really making it to the destination. They're simply burning out their energy. All of the seeds that are there in the national mall begging their owners, please owner, please master, don't beat me seven days a week, beat me two days a week instead. That's what people who believe in the petitioning of government are like. And I'm sorry if you think those words are harsh. That's the truth. If we continue to look at the imagery above, the symbolism that is embedded in the street system above the Congress building, it becomes even more interesting. So directly in line, in this west to east line, this power line that we're talking about here in Washington, D.C., which we're going to see a wide angle view of in the next slide, we see the chalice and the blade united. The seal of Solomon. Some know it as the Star of David, okay? But this ultimately represents the masculine energy and the feminine energy united, and it's pointing directly at the Congress building. Again, the sacred marriage, the chemical wedding, the divine union, it's been called many, many things. But it represents action being united with emotion in an act of will. And that's what's supposed to be occurring at that Congress building. But in fact, there is no political will there. There is only corruption and machinations being plotted and people who are on the take, people who only care about themselves, even in a cursory way, not in a real genuine way. They just worship the dollar bill. That's it. They worship Bill. That's their God. That's the God of all the people who have fallen into the whole trap of materialism in the modern world. That's their God, money, the fake form of it, no less, which isn't even worth the paper it's printed on. And yet it has become their God and ruled every aspect of their lives. And they don't think that they themselves are slaves. You have to laugh because if you don't, it's so sad it'll make you cry. We'll be right back on what on earth is happening folks don't go anywhere last segment here on what on earth is happening on this june 5th 2011 edition i'm your host mark passio my website what on earth is happening.com we're going to wrap up occult symbolism in architecture and street plans. I could go on and on and on and on about this. This is a cursory examination of this principle of geomancy. 
There is so much more to it. This is a very abbreviated version of how these occultists use these principles in architecture. I encourage people to look at this on their own, to find resources that look into geomancy. I'll try to post a few with the podcast to understand how this form of energy flow works. And I'm going to lay out the big tree plan of DC here in the last slide, in slide number 29 on the radio show page of what on earth is happening.com. Here we see, again, what looks to be a complex arrangement of imagery nested, ne nested within the street plan of Washington, D.C. But if we know how to decode it, we know what's being said here. The Lincoln Memorial lies at the base of the phallic symbol at the westernmost se section of this image, which would be at the bottom to the uh, left side of the Potomac across from the Pentagon. They're on the right-hand side, okay? This is the symbolic New World Order priest king seated on his throne, having power over church and state, over the physical and spiritual worlds through mind control. He rules government, he rules religion, and has formed this New World Order based on the mechanisms of control of both of these forms of mind control. Okay? The phallic symbol is above that, ending in the male energy coming out of that phallus at the Washington Monument. Okay? Which itself is a variant on the phallus, the phallic symbol. Okay? The very bottom of that image is the base chakra. Okay? at the very base of the spine, the sexual or sacrum chakra, the genital chakra, is where the Washington Monument and the ellipse or feminine egg is at. We move farther east, meaning higher in the chakra system, okay? We come to the Congress building after we get out of that pyramid. The climb of the pyramid represents willpower to climb the pyramid, okay? It represents the solar plexus chakra, the will center, okay? When we get to the Congress building, that's the place of union. This would be the heart chakra. It's the center. And you see the, the physical world of that pyramid and then the divine world of the inverted pyramid or inverted triangle the spirit world coming down into the being and uniting in the heart chakra, okay? The true heart chakra or true Congress depicted by the dove or Columbia, which is at the top of the uh, Capitol building. Instead, we see the dark form of care, the predatory bird that eats true care, keeps us identified only with the lower self, this is the owl, and it surrounds the Congress building. Above that, symbols of the all-seeing eye, the unification of left and right brain hemisphere, and the opening of the third eye, represented by the seal of Solomon, the chalice and blade united above the Congress building, culminating in a place that I've outlined in yellow there called Lincoln Park. Now, this is a resonator with Lincoln, and it is in direct line, alignment on this line of power, which incidentally is the 38th parallel. And again, 
in gematria, you put those together, that's the number 11. Another favorite number of the occultists. This is on the 38th parallel. Okay? This is definitely a geomantic power line. And this is why this is the place of activity with all of this symbolism in Washington, D.C. Now, that chamber, okay, symbolically, it's a chamber of the pyramid, the larger pyramid that you see above. This would be representative of the king's chamber, the place of resurrection and rebirth in the Great Pyramid. And it's connected with Lincoln Park. Again, we saw how Lincoln is symbolically, through the statue in the Lincoln Memorial, their king. But now you're going up from a place of base consciousness, the base chakra. See, if people are bowing to that king, they're facing west. If they're before the Lincoln Memorial, they're facing west, which means they're in the lowest form of consciousness, the base chakra. They're appealing to the authority of man. If we're moving in the other direction, we're going more toward the spiritual realm when we have united ourselves in an act of Congress and we have opened the third eye through the balancing of the brain hemispheres. And this is what spiritual res resurrection is all about. Hence, the king's chamber of that pyramid being Lincoln Park. Again, resonator with the king. And Lincoln was assassinated, as was John F. Kennedy. You have heard all about the correspondences between those assassinations. These were two ritualistic killings of kings by the dark occultists. That's what these rituals were actually referred to as the killing of the king. It's symbolic of the death of Osiris, once again. Okay? The phallic symbol being a symbol of Osiris. Not having the will, integrating the willpower to ascend in consciousness to the light. Now, we finally come at the very top of this inverted triangle representing the spiritual domain. Uniting with the physical domain, that bottom pyramid, okay? At the very top of this chalice, the sacred feminine chalice, the holy grail, is the lamp of illumination. The torch with the ring of power in it or the all-seeing eye inside of it. This is a sports stadium, but if you look at the actual street plan directly around it, I've simply outlined it, okay? It is in the shape indeed of a torch. Now, this is the crown chakra. This is the end of the spiritual journey. The kundalini energy has risen from the base chakra to the crown. The person is fully illuminated. They understand that they are sovereign. They understand that there's no one above them except the true divine creator of the universe. And until anybody can prove to me to sufficient satisfaction that that's who they are, I bow to no one in this realm. No one owns me. I own this vehicle through which I am experiencing consciousness in the physical domain. And all you can do is destroy that vehicle. You'll never destroy me and you'll never own me. You'll never control me. Because I understand my sovereignty under the creator. Incidentally, you can see the serpentine energy of the water flow to the right-hand side of the city. And at the very top, that little lake that, is out, the out, that outlets at the very top of that, this whole alignment 
along this 38th parallel. That lake there above the torch of illumination is called Kingman Lake, King Man. When we get to that level of illumination, then we are granted access to the waters and are no longer confined to the prison planet on the land. And the waters is a metaphor for space, real freedom, being able to go out to, into the stars, explore, meet other civilizations because we have come together and recognize our sovereignty and aren't a species that's going to do harm out there in the waters, the heavens. I would, this, the, the, the gates that are slammed shut on this prison planet are not going to open one second before we recognize that level of sovereignty in each and every one of us and are willing to respect it in all others. There is no authority in man, ladies and gentlemen. Does not exist now, never has existed, never will exist. No man is God, no group of men is God. There is only one creator and man is not it. We can create in the image, in the, in the type of power that we're, we're given here to actually create and be like the, the true divine creator, but we're not it. Some of us unfortunately think that we're it. And that's why we've gone horribly astray. Understand this symbolism. It's all around us in plain sight. That's all we have time for here today, folks. We're out of time. See you next Sunday right here on What on Earth is Happening.